0: Book of a father and in different vehicles. That when God created the earth, he, I mean, he spoke everything into existence. I mean, you know, the oceans, the universe, the trees, the animals. But man, He did not speak man into existence. He, he, the Bible says He, he breathed into man. A, the, a degree of the essences of his, of his very own being. So man is just not a being, men and women, we're not just a being of creation, we're a being of impartation. It takes it to a new level. I was sharing with this with a guy, just a real good guy, real intellectual guy, real smart guy. And uh, he said, man, it's changed his life. Well, he went from knowledge to understanding. But man, Think about that. God God didn't speak Adam into existence. And then when he wanted to create Eve, bring forth Eve, Eve was taken from his very own essence as well. Amen? Glory to God. Adam and Eve were beings of impartation, beings of glory. Man, it's amazing, that truth. You know, and, and the aspect of sonship. You know, God has come into our heart through the Holy Spirit. Crying, Abba, Father. You know, there's so much for sonship. We're going to get into this more and more, but Revelation 1, 6 says, you are a king and a priest unto God. Wow. Not a worm as religion teaches. Not, man, a king and a priest unto God. His very own son and daughter. Romans eight seventeen says, we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Wow. How do you get to be a joint heir? Whoo, glory. You're a joint heir with Jesus because Jesus, the righteous one, has given you his righteousness. So you're, you're as righteous to the Father as Jesus is. You, and you're born again spirit. Wow. So that enables you, that qualifies you, glory to God, to enter in. Being a joint heir with Jesus, wow! An heir to the Father's heart, an heir to everything that Jesus is an heir to in the context of the Father's heart. So that gets us into, you know, just some different things regarding, you know, what Terence was alluding to in the context of identity. But I'm going to share that, you know, he shared some things, and I'm going to elaborate on this. We all know John 10.10. The devil's come to kill, rob, and destroy. But God has come to give life. God has come to give life. Glory to God. So there's a battle. The way that the enemy comes most to bring harm is trying to negate the reality of who we really are and who God is to us. This is strong, but I'll never forget years ago. We were in campus ministry. We had a guy, uh, I was in contact with Lot coming to speak. It was on Halloween time. And he was a former Satanist priest. He lived in Ohio and he, now, and he was working with the FBI now on cases dealing with ritualistic abuse. But he said, this sounds crazy, but he said, you know what? He said, I was ahead of a coven. He looked like a regular guy. I mean, you know, you wouldn't know it. And he said, we'd do three things. He said, I would get people in the coven that, that, that say, if you did this, this, and this of evil, you'll be elevated, promoted in the coven. And then we would be given assignments by the enemy. It might be to burn somebody's garage down and, or whatever, there's different things that I want to get into. And then the third thing was, he said, when we would go do these things, we would go back and pray to demonic spirits that they would go out and speak to people because of how when they had been harmed. So after they'd been harmed or experienced harm in some way, that number one, the spirits would speak that God is not a father. Second, God is not good. And third, you're better off by walking in a way in the context of, of, of that which is not God. And that's something. They would intercede. Well, Satan, everything he has is a counterfeit. What do we do after we share the word? Man, we, we lose the revelation that, that you know has been shared, that they might see the heart of God, right? That they might see God's good, and so they can enter in. This is for real, amen. And but Jesus is greater, amen. But I don't know anybody including myself that hasn't been because we live in a world with man imperfect parents imperfect you know neighbors imperfect everybody you know what I'm saying where the enemy hasn't tried to come and bring harm and so we need to understand that man harm usually causes us we can be triggered by rejection because you know, harm and rejection go together. We can be triggered by insecurity and and, and try to be perfectionistic, but we need to understand that God's given us victory. Amen, Hallelujah. So, in the context of harm, again, he comes. To, the two main ways are deception. Devil literally means deception. Lucifer, meant, it literally means bright morning star. That's where he was. When the highest angels, and even, of course, fell. And, uh, but deception. You know, the, you know, the devil tries to get us into comparison. That's where religion's at. You know, well, I'm, not, I'm not as bad as most people. So when I stand before God, the scales will come in my favor. Can I tell you something? You're not going to be judged on the curve. Amen? You're going to be judged in the context of whether we receive Jesus or not. Failure. Man, we all fail at times. But the devil will try to cause failure to define you. We need to learn from failures. We fail at times. But you know what? God will take those failures and turn them in to springboards to success. He really will. He really, really will. But if we let the devil define us, Because we failed this time or that time. Man, you know what? We're going to enter into a place where we're not going to look up and walk with God. Outward appearance. Emotions that are contrary to God. I tell you, every day there's weird emotions that come. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why they come. Sometimes I think it's just the enemy. There's spirits. Sometimes it's people you're around. Sometimes it's having too much pepperoni on your pizza. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Man, I tell you what, Kathy and I went to this place up by Knox where uh, Rob and Jeff live and uh, they have this thousands of sunflowers and, and it was fun. And then we went to Foxburg and we couldn't get in to eat at Foxburg Inn or whatever it was, American Grill. So we went to this pizza place. I'm just throwing this out. This is a scripture, okay? But man, they had some good pizza. You know what I'm saying? For real. I mean, lots of pepperoni, so. Uh, Maybe that's why I was feeling weird today. I don't know. But I tell you, emotions come different ways. You cannot, you cannot live by your emotions. Seriously. What's emotions have to do with who you are? I, I get it. God wants us to have good emotions. But the bottom line is this. Man, that's the caboose. The train runs. I tell you what, the train will run with or without the caboose. The key is the engine. Your spirit. Through the Holy Spirit's the engine. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. So again, you know, deception. Well, if somebody's more seemly in the body of Christ, they must somehow be better. Bigger is better. That's a lie? Man, that's a lie. Amen. All right. And then accusation. Satan literally means accusation. And Zechariah 3, man, it just, uh, I was going to, I was just going to allude to it. Maybe we can go there. In Zechariah 3, we see something very powerful. That the enemy was literally condemning the children of God, and, and Jesus, man, stood up big time. Wow, we, we, you know, it was just mm, Jesus. Zechariah three, one, and Joshua the high priest, not the Joshua. Wrote the book uh, with Moses, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to condemn him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments, stood before the angel. And God said, Take away the filthy garments from him. Because I have caused thy iniquity to take, be taken away from thee. And I will clothe thee with a change of raiment, a new raiment. And I said, let him put a meter upon his head and give him new garments. Ooh, and the angel of the Lord stood by. Glory to God. And the devil protested. Hallelujah. But God forgave him, gave him new raiment. And God and God brings them up. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Satan is always there to accuse. From our, I mean, he'll, he'll use you know he'll accuse you himself regarding your past. He'll use people at your job to uh, you know the, you know maybe in your own family. Sometimes even at church and you know. But one of the biggest things is our, ourselves. We just need to receive what God says about us. And not condemn ourselves. Amen? Hallelujah. All right. Well, go with me right now to Genesis 29. We're getting something I think is pretty strong. But I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it in a different way. And the cause to see the provision of God in Genesis 29. Jesus. There's so much here. Hmm. Let's start with verse 16. This is going to turn out with a really happy ending, okay? But it starts out pretty strong. And some of the things we'll share. Laban had two daughters. And uh, the name of the elder was Leah. And the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tendered eyes. Some translations, she had eyes of the dove. Man, she had a heart for God. Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. Rachel was beautiful, but she wasn't altogether there. I'm going to be honest with you. Man, even when they left her father Laban, man, she took all the idols with her and almost got everybody killed. You know what I'm saying? But Laban was judging by outward appearance alone. And it's okay to be, have giftings, beautiful, whatever. But man, we need not judge by outward appearance. Amen, all right. Now, it's even hard to read this, but what happened was this. Laban knew that Jacob's heart was towards Rachel. At those times, you know, and they didn't have the Holy Spirit, you have to remember. They didn't have the Holy Spirit like we do. So, long story short, the night at the wedding, he was supposed to marry Rachel. He disguised Leah as Rachel And he ends up marrying Leah. Wow. And the bottom line is the Bible says that Jacob hated Leah. Wow. It says in verse 31, when the Lord saw that Leah was hated. Man, I don't understand everything, but I'll tell you what. The enemy will orchestrate things to try to get you to think you're second best, to try to get you to think that you're not who God has made you to be. I mean, wow. A while ago, I number years ago, I was counseling a, a, a young lady. There was uh, her boyfriend, our acquaintance, brought her to our house. And when she was in, I think, fourth grade, They gave her an IQ test and she did very low. So they put her in a class for those who were academically challenged. Back then it said retarded. Fourth grade to uh, end of her 10th grade year. Really in the middle of her 11th grade year, she was in a special class. And then a new psychologist came along. They gave her another test. Evidently when she took that test, she had a hearing disorder. And she came out, IQ, about 130, which is on the borderline gifted. But man, she, so she got, went from this class, academic challenge, to academic, you know, very academic uh, classes. So uh, she struggled because every time she was having a hard time, the devil said, you're this. Because she was identified that way. She was labeled that way. So now she's in college. And she's struggling with the course. And she was in uh, something, a biology major, which is a very difficult court, uh, you know, track. And so she came over and she says, I'm dropping out. I said, why? She said, because I'm just not able to make it. I said, that is such a lie. See, the enemy put that label on you from a misdiagnosis. The devil will try to label you. Amen. Just like he did with, you know, Bartimaeus son of discouragement man the Pharisees and the religious leaders thought man you know if you're born blind or deaf or whatever you were cursed by God what a lie or if you're poor you were cursed by God that's a religious spirit man and they labeled him right and thank God he cast off that label and got healed so I just shared with her I said you know you're not cute gifted I said, you can make this. You can make it. And she ended up with like a three-five average, But she went through a couple of times, you know, struggling. And she got a master's degree, 4.0. Oh, I mean, really doing well. But what I'm saying is that she came so close to believing the lie of the label the devil had put on her that she was not going to cultivate the real her. Amen? We need to understand this is what happened to Leah. Man. And so what happens is, if you read this, as, as we go on, we see something really interesting. We go to uh, 29, 32. Leah conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, surely the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now my husband will love me. What's she saying? I'm not loved for who I am. So I need to be loved for something else. For what I do. But you know what? It didn't work. It did not work. And she conceived again and bare a son. Because the Lord has heard that I was hated. Wow. He has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. Still didn't work. She conceived again and bare a son. And she said, now this time. Will my husband be joined unto me and love me? Because I have borne unto him three sons, therefore his name is called Levi. Catch you something. If you don't get the revelation that your love for who you are, you're gonna always be striving through perfectionism or whatever to somehow get God to love you. Get someone to love you. Get someone to be faithful to you. Get someone. But that's the antithesis of the gospel. It's a bad place to be in. Man, it's not the way it works. Again, I was in campus ministry. I, I had a young man. I was discipling him. And he went on a retreat with another campus group. I think it was a campus crusade. Good group. And I... The bottom line is that uh, they come back. They had, uh, it was something, it was, uh, the guys broke went in one place, girls in another, and they gave him a checklist, Proverbs 31 checklist. Find a girl with all these traits and marry her. So he come into my office. I said, so I played the devil's advocate. I said, you know what? We had a group called New Life, about 60, 70 kids. And I said, you know what? I know three or four girls at least that fit that description. You can get married tomorrow. He went, boom, gulp. You know what I'm saying? That's not the way it works. It's not finding someone that fills a checklist, it finds somebody with a heart after God, finding someone, God, amen, that will love you for who you are. The religious person is trying to be loved for what they do negating the blood of Jesus when all the time they're loved as much as God loves his only begotten son Hallelujah. wow do you see why the religious sometimes get mad at you they're doing i mean, in serious, they're doing works works go to church seven times a week doing all these works this committee that committee this this and that and then you come along and say you know what i like, I'm not into, I love church, but I'm not there, you know, seven times a week, and I'm not into all this, you know, having to do the 50 things. Well, how, 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 well then, how could you have a relationship with God? Because he chose me and loved me. And he loves you too. Wow. It doesn't go over big. But that's the truth of the gospel. Amen. All right. But here's the exciting thing. She conceived again and bare a son. And she said, now... I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah and stopped bearing for a time. What happened? She got the message that her joy couldn't be gauge dependent on someone else. Our joy has first to come from Jesus. Kelsey tells us this all the time. Man, I love you. You're, you're great. I said, "I love you too, but, but I got to get my joy first from Jesus. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. People are going to let you down because you're not perfect. Even your spouse can let you down because they're not perfect. There's only one that's perfect. And his name is Jesus. So she said, man. It changed her. It changed her. She ended up having uh, six sons out of the the 12 tribes of Israel. She had six sons that were, and we'll look at this further in our next part of this, and she had one daughter, Dinah. But man, she got free. Why? She got free because she found love through the one who created her in his image. She found love Through the reality of Judah. How do you know that Jesus came through the tribe of Judah? Amen? There are 12 tribes, man. He could have come through any of them. He came through Judah, glory to God, because I believe he wanted to come through the spirit that set her free. He didn't come through the spirit of conditional love. He came from the spirit in the spirit of Leah when she got free. And of course, Judah means praise, man. Hallelujah, God. Amen? You should be more excited about that. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo! Man, that, that is so awesome because I tell you what, when you come through Judah, and that's why we need to start our, 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 our day out with Judah, the praise of God. Amen? Worship. Man, when they went out to battle, who'd they send out first? Judah. Whoo! Glory to God. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Glory to Jesus. See, now, she's walking in the reality of the glory of her personage, not in the reality of anything else. All right. So go with me now. We're going to get really just... uh, over to chapter 34. This is kind of tough. I'm not going to get into all the details because I really don't like getting into details. It starts out by saying, Dinah, the daughter of Leah. She had one daughter, and which she bare under Jacob. Dinah, if you, you read this, you get Dinah was just a really, really wholesome, really nice girl. Probably. Lot from Leah. And she's just going out to, you know, see the daughters of the land, you know, somebody, and she's, the prince of the son of the king takes her and defiles her, harms her in a profound way. It's a bad deal, man. Can I tell you something? It wasn't Leah's fault that she was treated like she was by Jacob. It wasn't her fault. A lot of times we ask ourselves, why did this happen? It must be my fault. Can I tell you something? Not something? It's not your fault. And even if it was, God has forgiven you. Amen? Glory. Isn't the gospel good? Woo! Man, it is so good. Glory to Jesus. And man, verse 7 It says, when the sons of Jacob came out in the field and found out what happened, they were grieved. Very, very angry. Because that should never be done to anyone, the Bible says. Well, bottom line is this. Let's go to verse 25. I don't want to get into all the other stuff. It came to pass on the third day. We're in Genesis 34, 25. Something good happens on the third day, amen? Amen. The two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brethren, they were two, Simeon and Levi, again, were birthed by Leah. Rachel, you know, had two children, right? She had Joseph, and then she had Benjamin. She died giving childbirth to Benjamin. Right. So two of the 12 tribes came through Rachel. Six of the 12 came through Leah. And Simeon and Levi, Levi I mean, they were, they, just, they, they loved their mom, man. They loved Dinah. In a way, maybe the others didn't. Because it says, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers took each man his sword And came upon the city boldly, destroyed the adversary, and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and set her free. Glory to God. Amen. Man, I love this. I really do. But here's what we got to say. God was dealing with me and he said, I want you to look close at this. Not just to get knowledge, get understanding. I said, all right. He said, look up the definition of Simeon. I just went to Strong's Concordance. And I'm so old school, I didn't Google it. I got the big thing out and looked it up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what do you expect from a guy with a flip phone, right? So, but I got the same definition that you guys get. Amen? Brad gets a flip phone too. That's why we're friends. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Simeon literally means he who has heard the voice of God and is obedient to it. But here's the kicker Simeon always goes with Levi. Here's what Levi means one joined to and empowered by Trinity. That's the literal definition of Levi one joined to and empowered by Trinity. Whoa, Jesus. What's this has to do with everything? Everything it has to do with us. Glory to God. If you're going to get free and if you're going to set others free by the grace of God to be a rescuer, your job is to hear the voice of God. Amen? And just be obedient to it. It's God's job to empower you. Man, I I always pray... I may mean, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, through the blood of your Son, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I receive victory. Trinity. Shh. Glory to God. When we walk in this, man, no one can stop you. This is how you get free. My job is, Now now they took the sword, amen, you have a part to play, and they slew the men that were holding her captive. You and I have been given a sword of the Holy Ghost. When you read this word, which is fire, he turns it into a sword. It's not your sword. You didn't make it. He made it. He puts it in your hand and enables you to use it to keep yourself free from harm and through the Holy Ghost to be a deliverer for others. Amen? Amen? Man, man, this is for real. This is for real. Glory to God. But someone says, well, that means you're doing it. No. Man, if someone gives me, if I want to say something's bad and I want to blow it up, all right? And someone gives me a stick of dynamite and I light the fuse and throw it into there and blow it up. Well, I did it one way, but it was the dynamite that did it, right? It was the dynamite that did it. It's not you, it's the dynamite, the deutemus of God in you by the Holy Ghost that does it. You will, the sword, the Holy Ghost will be who he is. Woo, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, man, glory to God. Now here's something crazy. In thirty four thirty one, I'm gonna be honest with you. Jacob still had a bad attitude towards Leah and towards his granddaughter Dinah. Jacob said to Simeon, Levi, rather than being happy about it, Dinah getting delivered. In verse 30, he says, you troubled me. He didn't say, man, I'm so glad you guys were strong and courageous. I'm so glad you delivered your sister, my granddaughter. He says, you have made me distinct among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites, the Perseites. I'll be few in numbers. They shall gather themselves together against me, slay me, and I'll be destroyed, me and my house. Here's their answer. Should they deal with our sister as with the harlots? They couldn't stand their sister being harmed. They had a relationship with her that was based on a godly relationship. Jacob was still not in the right place. But there's a good ending to this story. He got in the right place. Let's keep reading. Man, this excites me. See, he learned from Simeon and Levi. We can learn from one another if we would. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. But here's what happened. He took off with everybody. And as they journeyed, verse 35, 5, the terror of God was upon the cities that were around about them. They did not pursue after Jacob, but they were so afraid of him that peace came to Jacob. God will honor you when you love right. And The message in the songs today was about love. God will honor you when you use your faith in love. He will honor you. Even when religious people Even with good people sometimes saying, you know what? Man, they're not worth it, or why do this, or that's not right. Can I tell you something? You want the blessing of God? Enter into hearing the voice of God regarding those in need. Glory to God. Get inspired by the Holy Ghost. The devil will run from you rather than to you. Jesus. Mm. Here's what happened to Jacob. God appeared unto Jacob because he had a changing attitude regarding Leah, regarding his granddaughter. Woo! Regarding his grandsons. And because he did, the Bible says God blessed him. And God said unto him, thy name is Jacob. Thy name which is Jacob, I'm going to change it to Israel. God gave him a name change when he had an attitude change and rather cursing his own seed than getting a blessed seed. God says, now I'm going to establish Israel. I'm going to say it again. You can't get excited about this. You need to get bored again. This is how Israel got established. I said, this is how Israel got established. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. Glory to God, the nation is on the map today, in the news today. God brought forth Israel because Jacob had an attitude change rather than cursing the body of Christ, which represents by his seed. He began to bless Leah. He began to bless Simeon. He began to bless Levi. He began to bless his seed. Glory to God. And what was happening? Now God says, I can enter in the covenant with you. I can call this nation Israel after you and I will confirm it because now you are in a place of agreement with me. Because God loved Leah all the time as much as he loved Rachel. God loved Dinah as much as he loved everyone else. Shh, Jesus. God didn't love Joseph and Benjamin anymore. Because they were born from Rachel. That they loved the other brothers. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. What's it have to do with us? Everything. Man, again, when we hear from God, the voice of God comes. Oh, Jesus. The voice of God comes. The voice of God will always tell you, like it did to David, pursue, recover, and enter into victory. But God just does not call you to do things and me to do things without the empowerment of Trinity. Glory to God. He calls us to enter in to the grace of God through the empowerment of Trinity, praying to the Father through the blood and the name of Jesus, believing in the confirming power of the Holy Spirit. This is grace, what real grace is. And out of that, we get free ourselves we first have to get free ourselves, amen. Because a lot of, I don't care if I'm in any church anywhere in the world, man, there's been a lot. I don't know anybody that's not going through things. Anybody. We're all in the same boat, for real. Some people may have some good masks on. You know, that's the world, isn't it? They have these masks on. And the bottom line is, we get free, like Leah got free. We say, God, you didn't bring harm to me. You didn't hurt me. I'm going to cry Judah. And I begin to see that the body of Christ isn't meant to hurt me. They're meant to bless me. I begin to see you're going to give me favor you're going to cause me to enter in when there's challenges to have tremendous victory you're going to bless my family you're going to you're, it's reality it's reality glory to jesus and when we're free then we're ordained to free others cuz in this spirit all things are possible Go with me to Isaiah 54. Glory to God. Man. We're going to go to Isaiah 54, then we're going to go to Luke 4. See, it's in this context. Isaiah 54. Mm, There's so much here. Wow. Let's start with verse 10. For the mountains shall depart, the hills be removed, Isaiah 54, 10. But my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Says the Lord who has mercy on you. Though you've been afflicted and tossed, man, I will cause you to have fair colors, foundations of sapphires. I'll coat of many colors. I think Terrence actually shared on this. I forgot about that. Your children shall be titled of the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness shall thou be established. Whose righteousness? The righteousness is Jesus has given to us. Woo! I'm established through the blood of the king. Amen? Amen. That's my foundation. Woo! I'm clothed with a man with a robe of righteousness representing my born-again spirit. We're going to look into this because we're going to start a series on the glory of God next week. It's going to blow your mind. I saw some things in the Holy Ghost. If we could ever see ourselves in the spirit realm, it would change our lives forever. I mean, it would amaze us if we would see all the angels fighting on our behalf. But you know what would amaze us most? If you ever saw yourself in the spirit realm. Whoosh. Purity, I'm just catching a glimpse right now. Purity, power, glory, it's amazing. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Wow. Woo, I've been established, you've been established in righteousness, right? Glory to Jesus. It says, Thou shalt be far from oppression, for you will not fear. Again, perfect love casts out fear. And from terror, it shall not come nigh thee. And he says, you know what? Those who gather together, it's not by me, but they shall fall for thy sake. Someone needs to hear that today. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants Lord and their righteousness, again, their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. Shh. You're righteous to me, says the Lord. Not your emotions, says the Lord. Shh. The scepter of God's kingdom is righteousness. Hebrews 1. Man, righteousness goes a long way because that's why he can indwell you. That's why he can flow through you. That's why he can flow for you because you're righteous. He died. He who knew no sin became sin that, what? So you might become religious. So you might serve on committees. So you might be a little better in the context of behavior than most heathens. No! He died. He who knew no sin became sin that you might become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Can I ask you something? How righteous is God? That you might become the righteousness of God. We're going to get into that in weeks to come. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Go with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 4. Hallelujah to God. I don't know about you, but i tell you what, this is causing me to shout. It's causing me to get real excited. Because when I wake up, from the time I go to bed, for real, I want to walk in a way that I'm free. Amen. Really, I want to walk free. I want to walk free. When you are free, you will be dangerous. When you're bogged down with condemnation, bogged down with the cares of the word, and I'm speaking to myself as well, it doesn't work right. You know, try, seriously, everywhere you go, carrying a hundred pound rock. It, it doesn't work right. When you're weighed down, it doesn't work. But when you're free walking in the truth of sonship, your true identity, I want to tell you something. It's offense time rather than continuing to play defense. It is really, it's when Christianity becomes fun. Well, how can Christianity become fun when, man, I got this and I got this and I got this? Because he said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. I got this too and I got this. But the bottom line is this. I'm not going to carry the rock. I'm going to let the rock carry my rock. Amen? Amen. Seriously. The rock of my salvation. He's the only one that can carry. What can get to me. What can destroy me. So why would I try to carry it? I don't have to prove myself. I'm validated in him. I'll do the best I can through Judah, through the spirit of Simeon and Levi, and all is well. All is well. Glory to God. Amen. Luke chapter 4, we know this, the job description of Jesus. But it's the job description of you, your job description. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Doesn't say to preach the gospel to the rich, because they were already preaching the gospel to the rich. Nobody would preach it to the poor, because again, intrinsic to their religious doctrine, they thought the poor were cursed. The gospels for all, amen. amen. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Wow, amen. that'll preach, won't it? Man, so many people have been hurt in such a profound fashion. Man, myself included, watching my mother die, slow death from spinal bifida. But he heals the brokenhearted. preach deliverance to the captives, amen? Doesn't tell them it's a disease you have to cope with, but delivers you from it. Well, it gets quiet there. God will deliver the captive. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what the situation is. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Because the anointing breaks the yoke. Doesn't say it breaks some yokes. It says it breaks all yokes. We're talking about God. Amen? Amen? We're not talking about, we're talking about God. The one who created the universe, which is still going. Whoo. Jesus, hallelujah. I told you, I was in a church a while ago and I was sharing about the woman, the issue of blood, how the virtue God went into her and healed her. So I said, you know, is God able to do this? God able to do this? And Kathy was with me and I said, is God able to heal a mongoloid child now in your midst? Got so quiet. Pastor, great man of God, got up and said, we need to repent right now. We can't limit God. We can't limit God. I don't think it's a coincidence where there are two two kids that are mongoloid. God, changed your life in a profound fashion. Glory to God. God is able. Amen. amen. To preach deliverance to the captives, recovering a sight to the blind, to sever at liberty all them that have been bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. What's that? The year of Jubilee. Jubilee used to come what? once every 50 years. Now, it's daily. Glory to God. Because the blood's been shed. The Spirit's been given. It's daily. Wow. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Someone says, you're fired up. I am. (laughs) For real. You know, I really love what Terrence shared. And and I tell you, we're, we're going on it. Glory to God. We're going with it. It is all about. Real simple. Who God really is. Who he is to you. And who he's made you to be. That's what it comes down to. We make it so hard. That's what it's about. He's our father. He's our savior. He's our groom. He is our best friend. He is our comforter. He is our life. He is our first love. We're his children. He's created us to win. He's created us to be free. He's created us to be free. But right now, I I just I I just want to Proclaim something with your agreement. Those listening right now, live stream or whatever, man, you've been struggling. We've all struggled at times. You've been struggling with pain, lies about your identity, humanistic stuff trying to come against you, shame, fear, unbelief. Right now in the spirit of Simeon and Levi, we take you out of those that would harm you in Jesus' name. Demonic principalities, people, we take you out of the house of Shechem in Jesus' name. And we say be free. We say you are free in Jesus' name. Free. I say heart conditions. You will not die from a heart condition. You will not die from a heart condition. You will not die from brain cancer. You will not die. You will live. You will not die from complications with diabetes. You will not die from grief of loss. You will not. You will not. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you so much. We love you, Jesus. We love you so much, Lord. We give you praise and worship. We give you, from Judah, praise and worship. We walk in the truth, God. That Jesus said he never did unless he saw the Father do it first through seeing it, hearing it. We walk the same way knowing as we're obedient to that, the Holy Ghost will confirm us like he confirmed Jesus because we received his righteousness. Can you stand with me? I don't know about you, but I'm excited. If you're listening to this message and you're saying, what's this about? I never heard a message like this. First of all, if you're not saved and you're not a Christian, if you're trying to get God to accept you, it's a lie. You're already accepted. Let go of your pride, your religiosity. I don't care how you've been raised. And say, God, I will never be accepted by my own works. I received what Jesus did for me. About you right now, I sense God go down to some different people. Watching, listening. Just say that right now. "I, I forfeit my own works. And I receive the work of the cross, caused me to be born again. I receive the blood that was shed for me. I receive the experience of the new birth. If you're a believer watching this, it's time to arise. It's time to arise. It's time to arise in the spirit of the living God. It's time to arise. Whew, man, it's time to arise. Wow. Glory to Jesus. 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 Man. Woo! Holy Ghost. Man, the anointing's on each of us here so strong. Glory to God. I could, boy, everybody here. I, I'm going to share some words of knowledge, and then I, I know we have to leave the premises quickly because of different things today. I'm going to share some words of knowledge, and then uh, glory to Jesus. Tonya, why not you come and say a quick, if you could say a prayer, and Simone, why not you come and say a prayer, if you would, to close us, Okay. And uh, then what we're going to do is, uh, oh, Jesus, open it up if anyone needs prayer, okay? Hallelujah. I, I just had two words of knowledge. I heard the name Lou, and I heard the name Tammy. And that means something to someone, okay? And uh, so just, will don't you come up? And, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God, hallelujah. Why don't you pray and then, uh, Hallelujah! Someone's going to pray. Clyde, I just sense the spirit of God on you, and the Lord's saying, "Strength and courage is reigning in your life. Strength and courage is reigning in your life." Glory to God! Hallelujah, Jesus! Hallelujah! God. Hallelujah, Jesus! Hallelujah!
1: glory honor and praise to you lord jesus christ king of endless glory we thank you for your word we ask to get a hundredfold return from your word father we thank you for the holy spirit who flowed through pastor mike today we ask for protection on him father god we thank you so much that our identity comes from you and from your word and not from what others say about us father god as we delve into the your word Give us greater and greater and greater understanding and knowledge. Give us revelation so that we can bring your kingdom from your world into this one. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to gather together in freedom as so many other people cannot. And so we just speak this morning that the words that came forth through, through you rattle us that they rattle us to the point that we just receive just receive and be filled with who we are in your love that you are love and your love is growing in each and every one of us identifying for us for who we are we receive that we open that for we are confused and can become easily distracted by this world and the hustle and the and the bustle of it but father in you there is peace. In you there is the grace that we live under, and your love is the settling and the grounding that we receive this morning. And I just speak to these words that were spoken over the whole congregation, and thanks for everybody coming forth, that the hearts just be filled with your love, because that is all there really is, is love and love and love. And it heals and it identifies who we are. And we are righteous because you are, and we are free because you have set us free. And this truth be settled in us, revealing that true identity to each and every one of us as we become a stronger body in Christ and moving forward in your word and in your love. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Just stay with me because I know it's a time, I feel like I could prophesy over every person here, but Kathy, I got a word for you, Pastor Kathy. I just a word God's saying Let your spirit out as never before. Because the Holy Ghost flows through you. Don't get into the mind. Let your spirit out as never before. Because there's faith and love in it. That's already there. It's already there. And I could prophesy over one here. Glory to God. Trish, I hear the Lord saying that your love is working. Even when it doesn't seem like it is. Really, I could prophesy over everyone here. Glory to Jesus. Woo, glory. Man, alive. Jim, your faith is working. Mike, you're, you're, everyone, your faith is working. Deb, your faith is working. Glory to Jesus. I'm, I got to stop, but I'll tell you what, Zach, your faith is working. It really is working. It's working. My brother, you're, you're oh, God's doing something. Hallelujah. It's not of the flesh, it's of the Holy Ghost. I, I'll tell you what. Woo, Jesus. Man. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I got a word. I feel like they're saying, whatever you touch, I will turn it to gold. So make sure you touch by your words and by your actions. So I can turn. I can turn. Whew. The mmm. Bondage into glory. Amen. If someone needs prayer, just come up. We'll believe. Amen. I just tell somebody. Amen. The glory of God is who you are. Amen. Ooh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen.